Hey there, adventurers. Get those headphones adjusted, immerse yourself in fantasy, and roll the intro. Welcome back to the table, everybody. I am sure you are all eager to get back into an adventure, but how about a quick recap first? Previously, <laughs> God damn it. Previously, you all, we started off after the big fight with the fangs of coolness and you guys retrieving both uh, the map and the Sun T artifact to read the rest of the map you guys did not waste any time you got on a train the very next morning to uh, head over to Necrokaha and then leave from there out into the desert of course like any other thing the train ride was pretty eventful at some point you all looked around and all the passengers seemed to be asleep or under some sort of trance. And Venthro heard a muffled scream coming from a container cart of the train that was supposed to be off-limit to passengers. With that, he went over and started to investigate the noise. And upon opening the door to the cargo cart, he found the Fangs of Coolness cultist members, and a fight broke out. Eventually, throughout the fight, Lixis, one of the... You guys don't really know if she's she was like a high-ranking member, but just uh, not just a normal cultist member, um, eventually showed up. You guys eventually knocked her out. And then had a brief discussion with her and found out that she was really just working for the things of coolness for the money, which she relieved to you that it was starting not to become worth it anymore. You guys eventually came to the decision of letting her go, even giving her weapons back. And Vinthro did say that, um, hey, you should go find the Sly Ravens in um Wagora. and they probably could take you in and use your skills for all that so arriving at Necrokaha, you guys decided to let her go and head straight out to the desert upon your second day of travel you guys were hit with a sandstorm that only lasted a few hours so it wasn't too hindering but did set you back a few hours Eventually, you guys got to another good campsite and decided to take a rest. Now, during the travels through the desert, Valindrian saw these something moving under the sand. Four objects that moved quickly under the sand, and he saw that out in distance as you guys traveled. 
And with short conversations between the group, they found out that a few things it could be giant scorpions, giant snakes, or potentially a giant worm that is said to be um, very rare on site, but could potentially run into it on their travels. And that's kind of where we left you guys off was camping. It's the next morning. You have another long day of travel ahead of you. Would you guys like to do anything before you leave? Well, first of all, um, our wizard over there needs to roll his divination dice. Mm -hmm. Mm, Thank you that you all remind me for that. (laughs) (laughs) Because you normally forget (laughs) until like halfway through the day. You're like, oh, I should roll these dice. Yeah, right. (laughs) It's hard. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, okay. Seven out of five. That's Right. Okay. Come to use. Well, I can I can use it to give enemies attack rolls bad values. So high or low in between is always <laughs> not so good. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. Well, you guys pack up camp and start your day off. Why don't we all do perception checks about two hours into travel? Is uh, boots still? talking telling me stories while i'm sitting next to him uh he's kind of started to run out of a few stories but still very talkative okay seven seven yes i need two more <laughs> okay uh with 16 and you said 22 Valandrian? yes uh you see those those pot, those objects moving under the sand again. Um, right now, they seem to be running parallel with you. They're off to mm-hmm. the left-hand side, about three, uh, three hundred feet away. And you can just see them ever so slightly moving up and down dunes. You can't see any like features of what is moving because they are moving under the, obviously under the sand. But um, you do see them again, and it looks like they're keeping pace with you guys now. I, don't like I'm a, I might imagine this, but I feel like whatever these creatures are, they follow us, but keep their distance for now. You're worrying too much. We'll see. I hope I'll you're right. My, I'll just lean back at my camel again. And take it. Well, deserved nap. All right. So another two hours pass by and you guys come up on this dune and you see some you see a pair of horses and riders probably about uh, probably again another 300 feet away and this is the first time you've seen any signs of like humanoid life in the desert which seems to be strange but they seem to be going um, away from you guys. They're too far away. You can't really make out any kind of clothing or so anything like that. are they going like the that. same way or are they? It looks like, so they'd be running from your guess. They've been maybe going parallel with you on your right hand side and then curved away from you. Okay. So they're, they're not going to the same plane as us. That's good to know. No. Or uh, at least it doesn't seem like it. 
So, I'm sitting in the car, the front with boots, correct? Uh, your guys' cart's like towards the back, but yeah, like the back of the yeah front, I guess I should say. So okay. like in the middle. Uh, do I see these people over there? These two silhouettes in the distance. Yeah, everybody can kind of clock them. Um, I, I'll turn to uh, Boots and be like, "Is there um, is there any settlement out here that would require people out here?" Um, not that I'm aware of, but there could be a traveling convoy potentially. But that, that, again, would be kind of strange, because, like, why not take a lightning rail or an airship, right? Who wants to travel yeah. in the desert? Yeah, so I was going to say, I mean, I mean, maybe desert normal for me. I'd rather travel in the desert than on lightning rail, not fairness. Aren't there many, uh, like, ancient tombs and ruins in these deserts here on, on your dash? Ah, yes. Yes, there are. So it might be other ar archaeologists or just grave robbers. It could be, or maybe even another group of adventurers like yourselves, but well, um, hard to say. Out here? Yeah, again, hard to say. I don't know of anything, any ruins close by. Do you, Zex? Um, no, not really. Not that I'm aware of, at least. Not saying that there, there aren't, but um, sandstorms typically can e either reveal hidden treasures like ruins or cover them up even more just depending on where the sandstorm originates and where it ends I guess so maybe something got uncovered close by yeah it might be um, so well, I think let's let's keep our distance from them for now unless our paths cross yeah they're not moving if, the same direction as us so we should be if, good why why we'll say if anyone does stumble onto us or we stumble onto them we should have like a cover story we shouldn't say we're hunting treasure because that's probably not a good thing. well we're not hunting treasure we're discovering history yeah and it's gonna be kind of hard to like we look like an archaeologist group yeah especially if they take a look at what's in our wagons with all the shovels and pickaxes and stuff we could also I mean, we wait we could also wait for like an hour let them nah. go on a bit. Nah. Or we just say we're building sandcastles. Kronos. I don't think that's going to get us nah. anywhere. No, let's just... Let's just leave the talking to us, uh, to the others, and not you. Let's just say that, right? Yeah. You go back to speak with Boots. Uh, do I have to? That's rude. I, I'm I, sitting I... right here. <laughs> I'm just about to say I murder under my breath. <laughs> no, it's, it's not that I don't enjoy your stories. It's just there are a lot of them. Yes, where I've lived a long life. How old are you, anyways? Uh, I mean, I I'm not 100 percent sure. I know that I was once a certain age i guess uh when i was made into this form i'm told that we were given souls from previous a previous being i don't know how old that was you don't know um, how old you are not 
Uh, it's not like a tree you can cut down and count the, you know, count the rings. It's more... Well, it's not yeah. that which you can do that with humans as well. Yeah. Just how, when were you created? What day did you open your eyes and say, okay, that is that far ago? Mm-hmm. Um, I could not tell you, in all fairness. Uh, I remember, I remember coming in, coming into being, um, being told that I need to train with these people. And then I was shown who my master was, and I went yes. off and, and is I your followed master them. Alive? Uh, from what I recall, yeah. Okay. But that and was how long is it since you saw your master? Oh, jeez. Uh, so the envoy would have been over three years, I think. Great. We're dealing with one that's three years old. At least three years old. <laughs> how, how long, Bimo? How long, uh, Belendrin? When did I meet you? That's, that's that's quite a while back now. Uh, yeah, a few years. Weren't yeah, you guys in then... the army too? Yes, we were. So we met before that even. How long did yeah, you guys so... serve uh, in the three army? Three years. Then? Three years. So okay, so that's three at least years. six. We have six so far. Well, no, so. I distinctly remember running into Valendrian, and then we went off, we joined the, the war. Um, before that, I was with an envoy. Um, they were off El Elven descent, hence why I tagged. Yeah, hence why I tagged along with uh, Valendrian, because I felt like the elves gave me a purpose, so I just kind of like tagged along. You know, it, it just felt like it was necessary for me to do that. And then, um, prior to the envoy, uh, it's very weird. The the, the monks we with they didn't have what you would what we would know as a calendar per se. They had like cycles of uh, like so there would be like harvest uh, where people would harvest things for. Uh, the villages, or so. Let, let me put it this way: How many harvests uh, a month were you there? Oh, jeez. Uh... Oh. <laughs> I feel like this is way too big question. Yeah, I feel like he doesn't understand how the fucking years work. Yeah, that's real. You no, don't I... use the standard calendar that everybody else does. Yeah. No, it's I. I do now. Uh, yes, but the but... monks, we were, we were small. It was. And where were you small... saying these monks lived? Hmm. And where did you say these monks lived? I was, I was with the elves, as Melendry knows. The elves, elves and Con uh, Consonant is Austria. Quite vast. Yeah, Austria is quite. It's quite vast. Um, that it is. We're in a very very small like monastery um called poldark um On i no austria oh. austria ah. so i was from what i recall i was given over to the elves as somewhat of a gift or Payment. i don't know i want I, I like to say it was a gift but it was more of a 
I was given over to learn, um, like the monk, uh, the uh, I, I, I was given over to the elves to learn to be a monk. I was I was given to him to train to better what? understand the culture. But weren't you a um... Well, so let me get this straight. You were in learning of being a monk with the place you were already at. Then you got sold to some other people to learn no. to be a monk that you already was. Oh, so who no. gave you up then? So, as I was told by my master, I was given, uh, I was given to the Poldark. So Poldark is the monastery. I was given over to the monastery uh, to train and so, learn what it is to be so a monk. So you are a thing that can be given away. Is that what I'm taking from this? I, I don't know. Okay. It, it was very vague. All, all I'm aware of is that I, I was... Hmm. I was made somewhere. I was made somewhere. That, that That's a fact. Well, I mean, I'm not... you were forged. I'm not really born into the world. It's like I was built well, for a purpose yes. but i mean i guess that's the same thing for you yeah if you think so about it i've had a i've had a long time to think about it and to come into existence as it is um and basically told this is your purpose learn from the elves become a monk do what they do that's all i've known that was that was what i was told that was all i was given and then, um, uh, my my master, um, her name was Sana, by the way. Um, Sana. She was Sana. She. Yeah. She. So. Yeah, it was uh, Sana Torik, I believe. Um, so she was priestess at the uh, monastery, and. Uh, she was given a task from one of the elders, either of off the, uh, the the monastery was pretty much hers and a couple of other masters. They were all like, like I think it was like six of them. There was all in like a group, and they were they ran their own sections of like uh, the monastery. But then they had a higher up who was like the capital. I'm guessing it was from the capital who handed down like orders to these little groups. Um, and she was given the task um, to basically bring a group of five, a small band, a small envoy to uh, come to Udesh. Now, this was before, obviously, everything happened during the war. Um, okay. <clears throat> I have no idea why she was sent, why she was given the task. Um, she was she was basically told, pick five warriors and then go to Udesh on some envoy mission. Uh, I remember we arrived we arrived in Nabet um, and then S Sana refused to ride by any means of travel other than on a horse or on camels but we, were, we, we, we took horses um I refused horses and I, I was just on foot and I traveled with them on foot while I was on horses. The horses succumbed to the elements. As you can tell, looking around, it's not a nice place. Oh, yes. You um, need camel if you want to be out here. Yeah, but she 
didn't know what she was getting into when she came to Udesh. So she got horses. Um, the horses succumbed to the elements. No water, no food. They died within probably a couple of weeks. Uh, then the first was to go, one of the five. So I was one. There was four of us. And then there was her. So six of us. She was leading the party. I was pretty much second in the party. And then there was four of us behind. We lost two of them in a sandstorm. Uh, and we never found their bodies. Um, we lost another two. Uh, one of them was due to hunger because he refused to eat. So he gave all his food to Sana. Uh, you refused to eat? Why would you refuse, refuse to, eat? to eat? I I don't know. He was... He was very religious. Um, the monastery See, believed. Hmm? See, that's why I don't like religion. It leads you to do unrational things and ends up killing you. So. Me? Yeah, yeah the, there totally wasn't. Agree. There wasn't many religious people in the monastery. It was mainly a place of worship to worship dragons. Well, hmm. yeah. What? The, God, the gods left long ago. Long they ago. worship. Yeah, oh, yeah. They worship dragons. Yeah. They worship mm. dragons. Dragons uh, are interesting. The one, so there was, I believe there was two dragons. Uh, I don't remember the second one. The first one was Every. Um, yeah, the first first one was Every. I uh, can't remember the second one. I believe there was something in law about them being brother and sister as dragons. Um, and the whole essence of the monastery was to study the key energy given by dragons that's how we thought how they think monks gain their ability to use key during battle or you know stuff like that and uh that was that was the logic anyway but she was told basically go to udesh i have no idea why she went to Udesh. she she kept that all to herself so yeah we lost two in a sandstorm uh, we lost one to starvation and one to uh, who needed water, but we didn't have any. Um, and then the last thing I remember was Sana told me, she says she needs, basically she needs me to go get her some water because she will die soon. So I set out and I went to go get some water. I went to go try find some water. Um, I tried to plot my right, like plot where I was using stars, and she said she wouldn't move from the location. I went out into the world, tried to find someone, didn't find anybody for at least three days. Headed back, no idea where I was, got lost in the desert, and then I just started walking. I just started walking. I saw a bird flying over, I think it was a seagull, so I figured that must be heading towards like water or the ocean. So I followed that one and then like within, I don't know, three days, four days after returning, uh, ended up in uh, Nekrakaha, 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 I don't know how you say that, <laughs> something like that, I ended up there anyway, ended up uh, ended up there pretty much um 
I had no no like plans. I had nothing, and all I knew was go back to the, uh, the monastery, tell him what's gone on. So I was there, and I was thinking to myself, I need to make some money. I need to get on a ship, and I need to go basically home to the monastery. And then, uh, as luck would have it, I ran into Valendrian, and uh, I passed across, and I just know the rest is history. Hmm. Well, I think uh, some of your past that's still uh, shrouded in mystery might be revealed in the future. Uh, maybe we get to the monastery at some time soon and uncover the... the we just want to go there. because they're dragons. <laughs> That's also a nice bonus of it. Yes. I, well, I I'm, like I'm still, I'm still we... amazed that you still don't know how old you are. It's not that yeah, hard of a question. No, it's... it's weird. Well, so you we... gotta think. Of, you gotta keep in mind, he's somewhat different than no, any he's other not. race. He's, he got built at one point. Yeah, but so I don't I know how many. And that's his birthday. That's his birthday. So, I was Bill at one point, okay? Yeah. Everyone has... I know you guys, you all have birthdays. I was Bill at one point, that's my birthday. Um, I was you, brought into did, the world, and I was told I go to the monastery and I learn from them. I must have been there for about... Oh, as I said before, probably about eight harvests. So I think that's what we would call the years. Uh, do you remember the day when you were built, your first day? Uh, there was snow. That's all I want. It could have been snow. It could have been ash. I don't know. Probably. Whoa. I just remember. Day I just remember stuff. At the moment? What, What's the, the date? date? Oh, what, what uh, month are me, we in? Hold on. Let me pull up my calendar. Let me see this <laughs> <back>. <laughs> hold on. Just pull it up. Okay. So the campaign started on... Lasted on 13th, 2132. It is currently... Scrolling down, one second. It's currently Wakedon, which is the last month of winter. You actually keep track of the days. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's cool. Uh, So it's uh, Wakedon the 15th, currently. Okay. Right. So, should we just go, uh, keep going into the direction that we headed? Zach speaks up and says, yeah, I th- I think we should. And at this yeah. point, like, you guys can't see the riders anymore. They went over a few dunes and are out of sight. Right. And the, uh, the creatures in the sands are still visible? Those, uh, are not anymore. Hmm. Or maybe also behind the dune or something. Potentially. Like mm, I said, there's right. it's just a sea of dunes, really. So it's kind of... And this conversation, obviously, has been going on as you guys have been walking. Right. Or riding your camels and wagons. And, uh, yeah. The right. Colonel's trying to bullshit his age because he has no idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Another... About... Four hours pass by. You guys have been traveling for about six now. Um, Nothing really eventful has happened. Um, At this point, you guys are on your uh, third day of travel. And 
you have lost sight if you were to turn around you would not see any cities in any directions at this point so you're pretty deep in the into the desert itself and um you know it's really hot it's kind of windy it's very very dry heat so it kind of just feels like you're sitting inside of an oven practically and um why don't we have another roll of perception checks they will attack <laughs> they, they will That's attack us three. eventually six 21. 21. Jesus. Absolute 20. So 22. Natural 20. Whoa. Okay. Bernard? Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, three. Three. You are just like, wow, this is great. <laughs> Not only do I have a minus modifier, but I also roll it. still trying like to it. figure out how to uh, ride that camel. Uh, yeah, so. Um, He's braiding the camel's hair. Yeah. yeah. So again, Valendrian and Vinthro. You see these these objects moving under the sand. There's still four of them, and they seem to be continually continuing parallel with you on your left hand side. Still keeping about a hundred feet out. I don't think uh, it's it's getting odd now, Vinthro. I think uh, they're clearly following us but keeping their distance for now. Maybe they wait for an opportunity, you know? As I've heard, they are predators, so we should really be on our guard. That's a thing about me, Valendrian. I'm always on guard. Well, just like I said, you worry too much. Let's just continue. All right. You guys continue on until it. you've been riding for probably about 10 hours now, and you all decide to pull over and make camp. You guys make camp again. I'm guessing the, our Warforged is going to be the one on watch. Yeah, but first, I'm going to go around and make sure everyone's got food and water. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, every night at camp, you have Orgog with you, and he instantly, the first thing he starts to do is start to cook. Hey, got Orgog uh, me. Yes. Yep. And um, he instantly sets everything up to start cooking and you guys have been eating i mean obviously not five star meals but it's definitely good food for sure nar would sort of take some time and uh, observe orgog work pick some things up you know yeah tonight he's making a um, stew because it does get very cold once the sun goes down at night so he's making something warm for you guys and um We'll say that you even help him kind of prepare. No, um, no, no. <laughs> no? You he doesn't want to work. He just want to. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you see he him. He enjoys like... being catered to. That's... Well, uh, <laughs> well, I could help him uh, light up the cooking fire with prestidigitation. Yeah, yeah. You do that. Um, he cuts up like onions and potatoes and um, is throwing them into some sort of broth. And as you light the fire, few minutes go by the broth starts to boil and can i use guys... my can i use my mage hand to uh use the the uh, what's it called in english um ladle ladle spoon, spoon? Like, one, one second yeah uh it's probably ladle hey by the way before this comes up if if, if he's making ramen i'm gonna lose my shit no 
No, I already said he's selling potatoes. <laughs> Use my mage hand with this to stir the soup with the with a spoon. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh wow, that's uh that's a really nice trick. I didn't uh how you doing that? There's some magic stuff you could do, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, oh. it's uh some kinetic some cool. some uh weak kinetic energy I control with my hand, so Ooh. well thank you for your help. That's one less thing I have to do. Sure thing. I would like to stick a long sword in the sand. Okay. <laughs> you. Oh, sorry. No, I thought you said like into it the corvette. Wait, long sword. No. Do you have a long yes. sword? I have a long sword that I picked up from the guards. Okay. Yeah. Sure. And I would like to stick it in the sand as fast down sure. as I can, like all the way down. Yeah. Roll me a strength uh, check. Oh fuck. Just straight out strength. No athletics. Uh, that is a 12. You thrust the sword down into the sand and it goes and goes and then it just gets too compact. You don't get all the way down, but you get about, I'll say like three fourths, maybe a little more. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, Blendrin, do you need a hand with that? Do you want me to push it down further? Hmm, me? Are you trying what? to bury it? No, no, sorry, Vinthro. Do you want uh, me to push the salt down further? <laughs> oh, it's just something I um, thought of. Let's see if it uh, does something. What are also, you I was thinking does. of. I was thinking of Belendrian. Um, can you send your owl to like scout around in a big circle? I can surely do that. Especially just... at night, uh, she has good eyes. Yeah, I'll say at this point the sun has gone down. Yeah, I, I I mean, I can see relatively well from like like distance wise from where we're at. But if you send her up like quite high, she can get a good overview, and we'll get like at least an hour or two head start if anything's coming our way, like a sandstorm or that giant the thing. Um, so uh, from out of nothing, the the owl appears on my shoulder and uh, Belindrin sits down at like a a chair or I don't know what we have to sit down or on a blanket. Um, I'd say like maybe you guys have these like foldable like camping. Yeah. Like stools. Like, it's not a chair. Like it's just like a stool with no back. Yeah. But, yeah. Sure. Go. He sits down on it and closes his eyes and the owl flies off from his shoulders um, as high as it can go and looks around the area. Okay. Anything out of the ordinary is... Yeah, roll me a perception check through your owl's eyes. Is it with advantage? Because it's dark? Uh, it, uh, well, it's, it says so um, the owl has... So I would need to roll for the owl. Yes. So I don't have a, I have an owl's page here now. But she gets advantage on uh, perception checks okay. based on sight and hearing. Um, let me see so, if I can... Uh, hold on. I don't know what the modifier for an owl is on perception. Look it up for you. Is it not in uh, perception you is pick plus your, three. Um, All where right. do you pick your familiar from? Is that from your class page or do you just pick whatever you um, sense? I'll have a passive perception of 13. Wisdom modifier is plus one. Okay. So roll perception plus one. Uh, perception right. is plus three Advantage. on the skill check. Plus three. 
Oh, yeah, plus yeah. three because it's. Uh, so yeah, I can I can choose as a wizard uh, when you choose the when you take the find familiar spell, it tells you the uh, familiars you can choose from. Cool. You can also switch them. So I so, just wrote perception like this with advantage of minus one. Okay. So that's eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. So you see something a little strange off. It's kind of hard for you to perceive the distance from the camp. You would think it's anywhere between 200 and maybe 230 feet away from you guys. Um, this would be in the direction of north west of you. You guys are heading north northeast. Hmm. You see those four objects under the sand come out of the sand and it is four giant black scorpions that you see. But another thing you see is this snake-like creature that they come crawling up to. And at first you think, oh, they're about to fight. But then the scorpions stop. And almost, you don't know if you see it correctly, but it looks like they lower their like the front part of their body, which is where their face is, like almost in a bow to this snake-like creature and you do see the snake-like creature has arms and is holding his spear and there's some weird movement between the snake-like creature and the four giant scorpions and then he points the spear in the direction of the camp and the four giant scorpions go back under the sand and start making their way to their camp but they do never they don't ever come within more than 100 feet of it you see them come up on a dune and kind of just sit there. They don't they don't come out of the sand. And they're like, watch, it's a dune that overlooks your camp. Again, only about a it's probably a hundred feet, no closer. And then they and, move a little bit to another dune. And, and the person, is she also still there or is she moving somewhere else? The snake-like creature with humanoid arms, um, you see it dissolve into sand and just disappear. Hmm. Okay. And just like kind of um, just like the sand like blows up into the wind and just is gone. Right. Um, Lindrian opens his eyes again and the owl disappears into a pocket dimension. Uh, yeah. Um, troubling news. We are definitely being followed. There are uh, these four big scorpions uh they seem to meet with a humanoid of some kind she had some snake-like features and they seem to obey her commands worship her or something like that and i i feel like these these scorpions are commanded by her to follow us but keep their distance um i feel like it's only a matter of time uh at least when we reach our destination, that they will be trouble. Well, we know they're there, so no trouble to be had. Ow! Oh. I okay, don't feel... So... How do they move? They move through the sand, right? Yes. yes. They, bur they burrow through the sand. Why do you think I stuck this sword down the sand? That's a good point. Uh, did you see any, like, hard ground nearby? Well, it's f uh, firmer down oh. uh, when you stick the sword further down, so... 
Okay. The thing so is, so someone is clearly aware of us, even though we assumed or hoped that we would be undetected here. That's the problem I see in it. So Are they we're problem being... Hold up. So we're being followed by somebody who's commanding the scorpions or wyverns under the ground in the sand to watch us and wait and like wait outside a certain distance for us to do something they're just watching us i don't see the problem with maybe that. they're wait maybe they're waiting uh for us to open the entrance to the last city and then they attack us and go inside okay okay well and then we'll kill them but they it's okay so they don't well, know easier where said doing. than done i guess so they don't know where we're going before. they don't know where we're going they don't know what we're doing all they know is that we're going somewhere to dig something up so what if tomorrow we go somewhere and s start digging stuff no. up in like no. a dune or something like that someplace that looks it and bluff them out of it and they come to us and they think Kronos oh shit they found something Kronos yeah I'm pretty sure you know the girl that uh, stole the map from us to start with the poor blooded uh, the pure blooded your auntie yeah yeah I'm pretty sure she's with them um why but don't she sorry go ahead I was about to say but she doesn't know we're after. Well, no, she knows we got the map. Yes, they probably. That I'm pretty sure they know we're after this lost city. I'm pretty sure they know, and I'm pretty sure they know the location as well. Maybe. What well, maybe consistent? Otherwise, since maybe she was stealing the map. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I have a suspicion. But if they, okay? if they would know the location, why would they follow us? I don't think they know make the location. sure that we don't get inside. And why would they steal the map to begin with? That's what I'm thinking. To make sure we don't the... get there. You need so the... I say we bluff them out of it. So as I understand it, we need you need the map and the special magnifying glass to Which find the exact location. Either they know of the location and want us to prevent from getting there, or they do not know the location and want to want us to find it and then they okay. then they join another in. thing first off who made the map that's what i want to know who made the map to begin well, I with can tell you, i can tell you this much the map is it, 4 uh, 83 years old so someone made the map years ago to find this place they marked it in a map and so it was so secretive they made a special seeing eyeglass to be able to read said map because it was so special so they made like a special looking glass to be able to read the map and then they released them into the world or no, they gave them I someone zex zex speaks up uh, about the map and says this isn't a map for people to find this location. This is a, supposed to be a secret location for, of course, for at least 4,000 years ago. Map A map like design like this would have been for only certain people, potentially a single person to read from, only knowing the location of this lost city of Nekahamu. 
Okay. So we cannot be sure if they know about the location or not, but hey. we do know that they follow us. The map That's might not even go to a certain place. It might just lead us to a trap. Just say it. That is also true. And that will still make a good story. I'm wondering what would happen if we would uh, um, go straight towards the scorpions. Would they keep their distance at 100 feet? Uh... One way to find out, I start walking towards them. Okay. Uh, maybe maybe we shouldn't let him go alone. Pick no, up my let him go. no, 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 no. Let him go. Let him go. But uh, it will make a great story. <laughs> he just sort of, sort of yells behind. Yeah, that's, I'll I'll see it too. I will walk fifty you, feet up. Are you going with him, Bernard? Okay, that is correct. Bernard I'm struggles to cam. keep up with you with his short legs, but eventually makes it up to you. And you two are the only two going. I'm sitting at the camp. Uh, okay. And again, take control of the owl. Okay. Keep over watch. Trying to watch them. You, you um, just hear uh, Kronos in the background watching them as they walk out going, No, I could have thrown you that far. <laughs> <laughs> no, you could not. I walk 50 feet out. Okay. And then I would like to yell out into the desert, like, We know you're there. Just saying, that's not going to be an ambush. You think scorpions speak common? Well, they're following us and they were speaking to somebody that Valendrian said, so... Uh. Oh, yeah. I guess. Um, I can also try to speak another language. You get no response, but you do feel like the wind picks up, like a gust of wind comes and blows through you guys. Nothing out of the normal, but it was dead calm, and then when you yelled out, you felt that gust of wind. Up do, against your guys. Do I body. feel the wind as well? No, only them two. Um, as you guys walk out 50 feet, Valindrian, your owl, you um, you see movement and they do back up. Mm. Yeah, that's what I thought. And it does seem like they keep at least 100 feet between um, Venthro and Bernard as they walk around. And then um real fast i forgot to have you do this i need valendrian then throw and that's pr honestly probably it to make a history check i'm proficient if that would count oh okay yep you too then if you are proficient well that's mm. a six ten that's a four. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so I don't know about the the snake humanoid you saw was a snake's body with humanoid arms. I, I don't think I described that well enough. It looked nothing like um Zaina, the pure blood thief uh, pure okay. blooded UNT I thief. Yeah, I uh, thought it was a human body. And with, snake. yeah, I'm sorry, I forgot to. So it was a snake body with humanoid okay. arms. And with okay. your guys' role, um, you wouldn't really know okay. what that is. Okay, then I take back what I thought I said about Zana. Okay. I mean, who knows what they are, you know? Um, yes. We should probably ask uh, uh, Valendrian if they were like a. No, red scarf or red cloak. I forgot to ask. Well, that he said before. they disappeared into the sand, like just turned to sand. Yeah. 
So I don't think they were wearing a red cloak. No, I mean, if they're with, you know, those fang dudes. Yeah, let's just walk back. It doesn't seem like <laughs> they're coming towards us, so. True, true. I'm scared of a fight. All right. Anything else you guys want to do throughout the night? Go to sleep. Okay. I still need... stuck in the sand. Okay. I need to do my perception check, right? Yeah, we'll get to that. Unless anybody else wants to do anything. I suppose not. Okay. Get another helping of uh, soup or stew, rather. Yeah, it's more of a Go stew to bed. than a soup. Yeah. Very good. Like a very meaty, like hearty beef stew. Beef. Lovely. Yes. Oh. All right. Um, yeah, that's, uh, why don't you give me a perception check if everybody's going to sleep? Everybody's been asleep for about three hours now. Nothing's really, it's been very calm. You hear the sounds of the crackle of the wood from the campfire. The five. Yeah, you're just, after kind of walking down memory lane, as you did today with um, Print of Boots and Vinthro kind of getting to know you a little better and trying to figure out how old you are. You're kind of lost in your thoughts and you're not really paying too much attention, but nothing that you notice happens. So we do a long rest. All right. Yep. Everybody does their long rest. Guys wake in the morning, well rested starting to warm up very quickly the the rate of the temperature rising is very impressive because as soon as the sun comes up you're instant you're frigid cold um, and then instantly as soon as that sun starts to hit the sand in about five minutes you are already probably getting to the point of sweating so you guys travel along for about another three hours and then everybody give me perception checks. Natural 20. Ooh, yeah. So that's an 18. <laughs> oh, God. Still a natural Nine. 20, though. That's a seven. I'm still thinking about well, my love. All Nine. right. Um, with a natural 20, you hear sounds of what's the best way to describe this oh by the way i took my sword with me again okay <laughs> good that you mentioned that. um you hear the sounds of movement i guess of sand oh uh -huh, like shifting yeah rumbling. shifting almost like a small rumble and at in a brief moment these puffs of sand four of them explode outward there's two in front of you guys one like puff of sand comes up right next to you bernard and then a fourth one off to the left and these giant black scorpions come lunging out at you all and let's go ahead and just roll for initiative okay first up is the boots uh, he is gonna stand up on the cart. He's obviously gonna first bring the cart to a stop and stand up and pull out a hand crossbow and shoot off 
a bolt off to the one giant scorpion to the left that popped up. Rear left. So, uh, 16, I believe. Ooh, I just got ink all over my hands. Hits. Yes, it does. Um, so you see him stand up and fire off a bolt out of his crossbow. Okay, that's his turn. Uh, then throw. Well, bonus action, pull a card. If it's, oh, no. if it's by any chance, get over here. That's Scorpion. Just... Oh, oh, yeah, no. right, Scorpio. Uh, <laughs> I see what you did Scorpio. there. Yeah, you see what you What the fuck is it? It is right there. Uh, a random creature must make a DC 13 constitution saving throw. On a failure, the creature turns into a trinket. The oh creature cannot God. be harmed while it is in this form. The creature returns to normal form at the end of its next turn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a oh, random creature. A random creature. So that could be yes. anybody on the battle. Anybody on the battle. Okay, how many people are there? There is... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Remember eight, the nine, candles. ten, eleven. I am gonna roll a d12. A one will be nobody, mm-hmm. and then I'm just gonna go down the initiative order. So Prince of Boots is two, Venthyr three, no. Giant Scorpion one is four, Kronos is five, Zex is six, Orgag is seven, Bernard you are eight, Giant Scorpion two is nine, Giant five. Scorpion three is ten. Uh, and Valindrian, you are 12. So Can you make one being one of the camels? I'm pretty good. Uh, what does it say? A creature? Any yeah. creature. Okay. But also I guess the I... camels. Oh, fuck. That just made this a lot harder. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to roll a d20 now. And camel one will be 11, or I mean 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Okay. 18. Okay. So one. 19 and 20 is nobody. Yes. And, but I'll roll again because something has to happen. Who's 16? That's a camel. Ooh. Yeah. One of the camels. Constitution camel. save. 13. 13? What the fuck is a yes. camel's constitution? Hold on. Um, <laughs> I, I got it. I got it right here. It's <laughs> plus two. That's it's pretty high. I made this so complicated. Um, it fails. 16 would have been. 13, 14, 15. Valindrian, your camel instantly turns <laughs> oh, into a trinket. Sake, I need man. a dexterity save so you don't go pro. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. You worry, so too, you worry too much, he says. Yes, I'm <laughs> saving the camel. I am saving the camel here, okay? Uh, <laughs> just poops into a fucking... Tr- what, what kind of trinket? Yeah, Who what kind of trinket? Ah, uh, just a trinket. 13 is good trinket. enough. 14. 14, yeah. You you uh, just kind of comes out from under your feet and you just drop to the ground, but you uh, are not knocked prone. Okay. What the fuck well. happened? <laughs> There's just a little <laughs> tiny uh, like golden trinket like... now Oops. that's as a camel. A little camel. Just a little golden camel. <laughs> For fuck's um, sake. I would like to cast... Let's just do a Actually, I don't think I can do this as on a on a scorpion. Um, I mean, you can. Uh, they don't really have any language, <laughs> though. Yeah, that's the thing. So they I'm need gonna to say <laughs> no because they have no language. Fine. Point of laugh. Let's just 
jump off my camel. Okay, that's half your movement speed. Yeah, and then move over to this and attack it with my rapier. Okay, roll to hit. Attack, normal. That is not gonna hit. That's a five. A five does not hit. You go in with your rapier, but he comes, sees you and his stinger comes around and you have to jump back or you would have been stung and your <laughs> cut misses. Well, that is my turn. Okay. Next up is giant scorpion up at the front far right is going to come rushing at um, Zex. I'm going to make the camel do a constitution saving throw or be frightened and rear up. Uh, but it saves. Uh, Zex jumps off the camel to try to just like come straight down with her sword. So I'll give her an attack roll. She misses. She gets swatted out of the air by one of the, the big claws and she is now over here. <clears throat> And she lands on the ground and steadies herself, uh, but that is her turn. Kronos, you are up. Yeah. Uh, the scorpion to the right, which uh, Vinthrow is attacking, All right. I would like to run over to it. Okay. You jump off the cart. That takes 15 feet of your, or half of your movement speed, which would be 20. Uh uh well, 23 or something yeah, yeah. 20, we'll call it 20 i'll round down well, so 20 is half 15 feet away i can make it yeah feet no away. you definitely still can so i can get i can basically get in front of it um now hear me out because I'm, I'm gonna try something kind of crazy you tell me what you want to do, I'll tell you what to whirl. I would like to run towards Scorpion. Mm -hmm. Okay. And jump up and then punch it in the face. Okay. Yeah, that's just an attack roll. With okay. some. I'm not going to. You're not doing anything too crazy, so no acrobatics or anything like that. Okay. Now, this. Awesome. To let everybody know, these are large creatures, so they are a lot bigger than you all. Yep. But uh, you still can jump up and go for your punch. So roll for your I attack. I clicked it, but it's not working. Oh, because I have... Yeah, I've plugged in a multiple times. This is 12. 12 does not hit. You doing anything? Okay. Gonna attack again? Yes, I am. All right. Oh, Fucking rolling. Almost shit. eighteen. Eight. It was almost eighteen. That also misses. I've Doing anything else? Punch him twice, and I haven't hit him once. Uh, and now I'm pretty much right in his face. Yes. Correct. Um, anything else you want to do before I go into description? Uh, no, I don't think I can do it. I can't, can't, can't grapple with a bonus, can I? That's an action. He's a large creature. You cannot grapple him. I was going to grapple one of his claws. Um, I would say you can try to do that, but you'll have disadvantage, and that also takes an action. So you'd have to wait until your next turn. 
No, I'm just gonna stun them because okay. I roll like shit anyways. So. so you jump off the cart and take off in a sprint, and you jump up to do two quick punches, but he brings up his giant claws and blocks both of your punches just in time. And you stand, you land back right in front of him, and you see a mouth of fangs and teeth and like six beady eyes that are staring at you, drools coming out of his mouth, and he like snaps his claws at you a couple times. And that is your turn. Okay. Um, I just realized I already did Zex's turn when I wasn't supposed to. I was caught up in the moment. So when she jumped off of the camel to attack the scorpion, we'll just call that her move. Orgog is going to... Uh, uh, guys, uh, this isn't... Um, this isn't good. Protect the food. And that's his turn. Um, yes. Bernard. He's going to protect the food. You are on your camel. There is a giant scorpion about five, ten-ish feet away from you. He's going to slide down the camel okay. uh, and just go Whoop. to the other side of the scorpion, seeing that it's engaged with Kronos. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, he's just going to try to swipe away the tail i guess okay so go ahead his rapier booming blade uh so 12 plus 6 is 18 that hits for a total um so 3 plus for a total of 9 piercing damage 12 you said um 9 9 9 perfect you slide off your uh, camel, whoop, and then land in the sand and start running. You run in between and underneath the scorpion to get behind it as it's his claws are going for Kronos and he's dodging out of the way. And then you come up behind it and stab it into its tail. All right, right, that's gonna be my turn. All right, it's my boy's turn. The scorpions. Ah, it's the scorpion by Kronos and um, Bernard. The scorpion is focused on you, Kronos. So it is, I believe it only gets one attack. Oh, no, it doesn't. Scorpion can take two attacks with its claw and one with its stinger. So um, two claw attacks are coming right at you, uh, Kronos. I got a, uh, I think only one hits with a 19. That hits. Okay, I'm going to roll a stinger attack at you, Bernard. I got 18. Uh, yeah, that hits. Okay, boys. Um, I'm going to need a constitution saving throw from Bernard. And while he does that... Kronos, you take um, eight points of damage as one of the claws gets you around your torso and just the pinchers go deep into your abdominal area. Uh, it, it's a poison, right? Yes. So, so I have advantage. And okay. I rolled a 15 plus four, so that's a 19. You save. Um... Oh my god, I didn't realize there was that much damage. <laughs> oh. 4d10. Uh, 
Mm. I need to turn that down wow. too. I'm going to make it 2d10 instead of 4d10. Um, so <laughs> as you, as the stinger stings into your gut, the poison starts to course through your veins, but uh, your resistance allows you to take only half damage, which is 10 points of damage. All right, that's that one's turn. Uh, the next one that is up is the one in front on the left. And it's going to go five. Oh, 20, hello. 15, Holy moly. 20, 25. What? On the top right there, on the top right of my screen, there's a very big uh, scorpion. What? Yeah, I got I got a scorpion stuck on the left. For some What's that? Reason. I cannot Don't worry about with... it. Don't worry about what? it. Just don't worry yeah, about there's a, on the top left oh of my God. screen, there's a scorpion and I can't get it away. Yeah, there <laughs> should be one on the left of your screen. Is it like no, right in front of you? One which is about 400 times the size of a normal. Oh, gigantic. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, reload. That's <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> yeah, we I was going to. Oh, that. there came the big one now. <laughs> I'll just reload score. the game. Yes. Okay, when you're reloading, he is going to take two claw attacks at you. At me? Yes. All right. Rolling great, though. So far, Um, I've only seen three of the scorpions on the map. Yeah, that fourth one is probably the big one supposed to be. Right. Yeah, now it's it's gone. Okay. Now it's gone. Um, What's the the attack roll? uh, So I got a eight. And a 12. Uh, one second. I think my... No, my AC is 11. <laughs> okay, well, 12 hits. Um, yes. Doing... Uh, that is seven points of uh, piercing damage as he kind of goes and attacks you while you're on your camel with one of his big claws. And then the scorpion stinger is going to come around and uh, actually attack the camel but misses with a four. All right, that's its turn. Uh, the next one that is up. Okay, last scorpion in turn order is the one in the far, um, in the rear on the left, that print of boots shot at, and it's gonna move up to print of boots to try to attack. Uh, first one misses. So, oh, wow. Second one misses, uh, sting attack. God, I just rolled three twos in a roll. <laughs> um, all miss as Print of Boots kind of just is really dexterous and just kind of dodging around on the wagon. Belindrian, you are up. <clears throat> yeah, um, I'll jump off the camel and make my way to the center okay. of, uh, of the fight. And I will, uh, none of them has been, uh, no, none of the scorpions have been damaged already, right? Um, two have. The one on the right in the rear has, and the one on the left in the rear also has. Right. Um, then I will cast Toll the Dead on this uh, damaged one. Okay. No, I just roll a... Do I need to make a save? Uh, yeah, DC 14 wisdom saving throw. 
Um, let me see what their wisdom is. Probably not great. Yeah, minus one. Um, they fail. All right, then it's a d12 of necrotic okay. damage. Two. Two. And which one are you attacking again? Uh, the one where everyone's standing around. Okay. So this Two one. damage. Yeah, you cast your spell. You don't really see it take effect. You know it hit, but um, it doesn't seem to really do too much damage. Right. right. Is that it? Yes, uh, that's my turn. Okay. Um, next up, we go back to the top of the turn order and print of boots. Um, now he's going to, you see his hand crossbows kind of on like a little sling and he kind of throws it back and pulls out his um, scimitar and attacks the scorpion that is attacking him as he hits, slashing it across one of its claws doing some decent damage. Okay. Um, next up is Vinthral. Uh, I would like to... Um, uh, you know what? How's this... This scorpion has only been hit by Bernard, right? It's looking fine. It, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, you know what? Let's cast Shatter on uh, the one uh, Seeks is dealing with because okay. I feel like she need, probably needs some help. Um, so, like, let's not hit the uh, hit the camel as well. <laughs> there we go, and let's Good for just you roll looking out for the camel. Camel lives matter, matter too. Yes, and it's a DC Constitution save. Okay. Of Thirteen. Constitution. Ooh, I rolled a seven. So even with the modifier, I fail. That is eight thunder damage. Okay. Not great, but... Also, the the camel that got turned into a trinket is now back to normal. <laughs> it's no camels were turn. no camels were hurt in the making <laughs> of this DD session. Bonus action. I would like to uh, use okay. spotting inspiration on six. Oh, very good. That's a D four right now. D6. 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 Next right. level, it's a D8. D8, that's right. Yeah, um, that's as you cast your spell, a loud ringing sound um, hits the scorpion in front of Zex and rattles it to its core, doing eight points of damage. And then um, you cast Bardic Inspiration on Zex. Perfect. All right. Is that it? Mm. Yeah, that's my turn. I actually, I like to move in front of the scorpion. Just, okay. Just, just yep. over here instead, so I don't yep. have the stinger to deal with if I'm at the back. Okay, perfect. And that's my turn. Okay, next up is the scorpion um, that's attacking Zex. And it's going to go ahead and roll two claw attacks. Um, one hits. Not doing too much damage. Then a... Um, scorpion tail misses. So let me just go. Okay. Um, as uh, Zex encounters this uh, scorpion, she dodges out of the way of one claw. The second claw swipes her across her chest, cutting open um, a cut. And then the the tail comes down to try to sting her, but she jumps back just in time. And that is the scorpion's turn. Kronos, it is your turn. 
though, I like to think I'm between two pincers right now. Like, yeah, one either side of me. Yeah, you're kind of like dodging in and out of them. So, I'm going to grapple one of the pincers. Okay. Make a exposing uh, strength check add athletics. It better be good. I'm sorry. Make a what? Athletics. Make an athletics. Do, 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 do. That is 21. I got a 22. <laughs> what? Yep. That's rough. <laughs> um, as you try to grapple and close the claw together, you're like trying to close it all you can, but the claws just got so much strength and just snaps back open and breaks your glass your grasp. Okay. I love how you never learn. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Stop grappling. Punch people, dude. <laughs> Punch and kick. Okay, is there anything you want to do with your uh, bonus action or movement? There is... Can I move? Oh, I don't know. Can I move around the scorpion? You can move around it, but not away from it. I mean, you can okay. move away from it, but it will. I was about you. to say, yeah, you can, but attack of opportunity then. Yes. So can I like, as the pincers do that, I like roll over the pincers, and now I'm standing to the right hand side of him. So okay. to his left, even. So now I'm standing like there. You're standing like next to Bernard, yeah. Yeah. Not next to Bernard, but yeah, right there. Yeah. And then I will end my turn. Okay. Um, next up is uh, Zex, which is me. That's me. Um, Zex yes. is going to go in with her uh, Shimitar. And she misses. Uh, she Rem goes. Rem remember Bardic Inspiration if you want to use it. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll use it. It's a D6. Yeah, she hits. Hey, see? Bardic Inspiration. Perfect. Um, so. Uh, she goes in and as a claw is like coming for her head she ducks under it and stabs up into it as she does uh, six points of damage alright um, that's next turn Orgog he's gonna panic and freak out Bernard all right, Bernie's gonna, you know, the drill booming blade, get ready with the spell and just thrust it into the like, main carapace of the scorpion. Okay. Uh, ooh, 12. That does not hit as you try to thrust your sword and it hits an armor plating part of the uh, main body. Balances off. Um, yes. I believe that's good. You know what? He's gonna do a action surge. Okay. Uh, just get one extra hit in while he can. Uh, that's better. That's a dirty 20. Yes, that definitely hits. Uh, with uh, 13 piercing damage. Nice. After Managing your first find. initial yep. thrust into its body um, and you find that armor plating, you see more of soft tissue and you go in again and you get it. You sink your sword in deep to its body. Um, and you said 13 points, correct? 13 piercing, yeah. Sweet. And just the booming blade energy sort of rumbles his chitin. 
Such a weird word. It is. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Okay. Um, is that it? That's gonna be all, my buddy. Okay. Giant scorpion. Giant scorpion that's in front of you all is going to make his stinger attack at you, Bernard. No. Please don't. Um, that is a dirty twenty. Uh, yeah, that hits. Okay, make your Constitution saving throw. DC's twelve. Oh. Yeah, twenty-three. Perfect. Uh, then it takes its two claws attacks and tries to get at Ventro and Kronos, but misses both attacks. So let me roll the damage. Um, you succeeded, so that's half halved. It's ten. 17 half of that is eight eight half so of I take that four. Is four i take it like a champ all right that scorpion <laughs> is done this next scorpion is going to actually um go after the camel that's just not a trinket Ooh. anymore <laughs> valendrian's camel reappears back to a normal camel Looks around kind of strangely. What is the armor class of a camel? I asked myself. Nine. That is not <laughs> great. Um, both hit and a stinger. Um, stinger misses, though. Hey, look at that. I'm pretty sure that camel is dead. Uh, no, yes, that camel, like it cuts off camel. its head and then just rips its body apart and then throws it away to the side. And this camel is bloody oh, shit. Dead. So now you have lost a camel. Um, yeah, I'll just make it invisible for now. Okay, that's that scorpion's turn. The last scorpion in turn order is going to again attack uh, Print of Boots. Um, oh fuck, I just crit on one of the claw attacks. Uh, but the other claw and stinger miss. Okay, um, so uh. Print of Boots ducks out of the way of the stinger and then like jumps off one of the claws that's going for him. But while he's in the air, he gets snatched out of the air by one of the other claws and takes a lot of damage. Okay, um, Valindrian, you are up. Yes, um, I will use a second level spell slot to cast Magic Missile okay. on this Scorpion. Oh, okay. The one that is surrounded by friendlies. Yes. Second level. That's four magic missiles yeah. now, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Ten. Thirteen. Thirteen force damage. Thirteen. All right. As you conjure up four magic missiles, they all hit him all over the scorpion's body taking 13 points of force damage and yeah, that's my turn okay yeah real quick am i proficient with um monk weapons as a monk yes yeah you so are simple weapons i'm pretty sure so i'm proficient okay i was just checking because i didn't have that ticked you with your staff. Yeah, your staff. Okay. Um, next up is Print of Boots back at the round three. Um, he is once again going to try to stab the scorpion with his rapier. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, his scimitar. 
God. He missed. He misses. He's still on top of this wagon and he can't find his balance as he slashes wildly at one of the claws and misses. That is his turn. Next up is Vinthro. Bonus action. Draw a card. Okay. Oh, just don't. Oh. Uh-oh. I don't like that face. Oh, I think I've been read about this one. Uh... Oh, no, never mind. All, all magical weapon and armor gain an additional plus one to attack damage. Okay. Or armor um, class. We don't magical. have any. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Nope. laughs> magical. No magic items yet. No. <laughs> Not yet. That card is completely useful. Well... Okay, uh, that's your bonus that's action. That's my Burn. bonus action. And I would like to... The scorpion we're fighting right now is still looking really healthy, right? Not very healthy, but it still looks like it's got a lot of fight left in it. Okay. I would like to walk away. Walk, walk away? away? Are you going to take... Go away from it. Are you... Come with an attack. Come with on. an attack? Come on. Give, it, give it an attack. Okay, just one. Still have my uh, I just I rolled a two. Okay, he, good. He I took it because you're on his right side, so his right yes. claw leeches out to grab you, but you get out of his reach just in time. Okay. And you're away from that him. That is 10, uh, 20. Ah, uh, you know what? Let's just walk in between the camels and then walk over here. Okay. At 30. And I would like to cast fucking shatter again on the shatter? same that the yeah, right. on the same that is attacking six at the moment. Uh, constitution saving throw. I'm trying to beat fourteen. Or is it Constitution? 13. You said. Yeah, Constitution. Thirteen. Ooh, I got an eighteen. Well, that's eleven halved. Halved. So we'll round up uh, six. Yes. Six damage. Thunder damage. Thunder. As you cast your um, thunderous spell, the scorpion seems to stand firm and um, kind of almost seems to resist it a little bit. That go around. All right. Um, it is uh, giant scorpion's turn up at the front right, attacking Zex, which it's just going to again. First one hits, first claw attack. Second claw misses and Stinger misses. Um, so she gets kind of like pushed away, like kind of just like just swat swatted at with one of the claws. And it instead of doing like piercing damage, it does some bludgeoning damage for three points. Okay, that is the scorpion's turn. Uh, Kronos, does the up there? Yeah, I'm. Why, why, why change what's not broke? Uh, exactly. I'm going to punch it. Yes. Make Revolutionary. Two attacks. In the base of the tail twice. So base okay. of its stinger twice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. That's dog shit 10. That's going to miss. Natural, oh, natural 20. 20. Natural 20. That's 26. Second one hits. Okay. Beautiful. Remember, we max out one of your dice for max damage, so roll one hit die and then add max to it. 1d4 plus 4 plus... 
bonus. Yes, plus your bonuses. Yeah. Uh, so roll normal. That is so we're at three. seven right now. Yeah, and I rolled a three. So. Okay. So you max up four. Yeah, so your second die that you would have rolled is maxed out because you quit crit. You just rolled one of your damage dies, so you're at seven. Then what's with your bonuses? Uh, no, that's with my bonuses. That's uh, I don't know what my bonuses are. No. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I think it's eleven damage then. Is just with your attacks. Just with your attack bonuses, like your damage bonuses that you always do. Plus what? It's your D4 plus something. Probably your strength. It says D4 plus four. Okay. Plus then it's the plus bonus. four. Then it's the plus four. That's what I was Which looking for. Which is what it did. So, so it's, it's seven plus four. four. Seven plus four. Yes. So, so the, the thir- crit dies. It's, is- I'm sorry, not 13. It is 11 points of damage. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay, so yeah, you uh, your first attack, you hit kind of in the same place that Bernard hit, which it was armored plating, but then you kind of go, you kind of do an uppercut on your second one, and you find soft tissue to hit, doing 11 points of damage. And this one is looking hurt. Yeah. Yeah, this is looking very hurt. The scorpion is now. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh. Oh yeah, I'll use. Uh. I use the key point to get one more attack, right? Oh, oh yeah. Well, you have to say that you're using that key point when you're doing your yeah. second attack. Oh, well, I'm doing my second attack, so I can't say I can use the key point now as a bonus, no? No, because you already used your unarmed strike. Okay, that's fair. It's your bonus action. You already used your bonus yeah, action. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, uh, technically, when you have inspiration, you're supposed to say it before you roll that you're going to use it. Okay. Okay, I'll take that, then no, I won't take another action. Then. Oh, actually, do you have to do that? It's great. I'm going to say no. I don't think it's stated in the book with body inspiration. I don't know about the inspiration that you get from other stuff. But... I'm going to say you can still use your your bonus action because it is it is a bonus action to use a key point. Yeah. And you still so have it. So. so I use a bonus action and I get one more attack, right? Yeah, whatever, whatever the key says, key point says, allows you to do. Adding inspiration, you can wait after yeah. the roll is uh, done. Okay, so I use the key point. So that is to three, and then I have another attack. Okay, roll for your attack. Seven. Yeah. Nope. Uh, uh, that hits. Um, okay. With minimum damage, you'd be able to finish him. So finish him. Um, I finish will... him. Um, so I've got one fist, I've punched him, and it's kind of gone in the soft underbelly, and I will cry chop down and cut his tail clean off. Okay. Cut the stinger clean off. As you cut the stinger off with your metal hand, it squirms and gives out like a screeching sound and then falls over and dies. And it is dead. 
Um, all right, good turn. Zex is up. She's going to slash with her scimitar. Um, hitting, doing six points of damage. Um, you see she kind of goes in for one of the legs and cuts in the soft area of one of the legs of the scorpion, and it starts to bleed a bit. Okay. Um, that's her turn. Orgog, again, panicking. Um, Bernard, mm-hmm. you are up. Bernard's going to um, start rushing toward Print of Boots. Okay. Uh, to help him out. But he's got a little wee legs, so he can't quite get there. Okay. Uh, but as he's running, he's just sort of going to point ahead with his rapier and cast three magic missiles. Hell yeah. The scorpion. So that's gonna be a uh, two, three, five, uh, eight plus three. So 11 points of force damage as all three missiles like impact the scorpion. Perfect. Um, as you point out your blade, three um, blades kind of shoot out of yours, acting as your magic missiles and all cut in to the scorpion's body. Good and turn. I'm going to use my bonus action to just second wind get okay. that poison out of my body. Uh, so that's four plus four, so eight points of hit points. Awesome. Good turn. Good turn. That's my All turn. right. That scorpion is dead. This scorpion, the one that just ripped apart the camel, is um, going to kind of see you come up next to it, Chrono, or Kronos. Um, Valendrian? Or then throw <laughs> and come Don't over and there. attack you. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, two claws are coming at you. Um, sorry, both of them hit probably. Uh, well, uh, AC. 20 on one and 18 on the other. Yeah, both hit. Okay. Um, Stinger <laughs> is coming as well. Natural one. Um, okay. The But from getting bashed by the... Oh, not too bad. Um, so both claws come in one that you kind of jump out of the way of and it just kind of cuts you across the chest and then the other one come and just knocks you off balance and you uh, receive 10 points of damage okay okay Um, that's that scorpion's turn the last scorpion in the turn order is going to continue to attack print of boots because it's they don't have very good vision wide because they're bodies so he doesn't really notice you coming up on him yet, Bernard. Um, one of them hits of the claw attacks. And then the tail attack um, hits as well. So let me do a constitution saving throw. He succeeds. So that's going to be... Oof. Ooh, not good. Oh, wait, that's half. Okay. That's still... 18 points of damage as you see uh, um, print of boots get clamped by two claws and hit by a stinger as well and he's looking a little messed up um, but not horrible yet all right that is the last scorpion's turn valendrian we are to you all right um Valindrian will... 
He will shoot a fireball at the one on the... On the uh, not a fireball, a fire... <laughs> bolt. Fireball! Fire, a fire fireball. bolt at the one at the north. Okay. The palm strike. <laughs> Let me go like this. Oh. Two so is... close to natural 20. <laughs> Two is not gonna hit, my friend. I'm sorry. Nope. And that's Over. my turn. Okay. Um, as you send this firebolt <laughs> off, it's just, it's kind of a weird body that you're aiming at just due to the scorpion's body, and it actually goes under its body and explodes behind mm. it, doing no damage. Okay. That is yet then. Next up, back at the top of the turn order, is Print of Boots. And he is going to continuously just stab at this thing. Um, hits, doing Ooh, max damage, 10 points. Okay, so as the scorpion like rears up to try to attack Print of Boots again, it stabs, he stabs his sword into the scorpion's mouth and it kind of retracts in pain, doing max damage. Okay, um, that's his turn. Next up is Vinthro. I would like to uh, hit this camel on the uh, in the ass that I'm standing right there. Uh, okay. Like the one that was Seeks's camel. Okay. Actually get it to move away from me. Got it. It can move 50 feet. So um, I'll say it's not going to run forward because there's a couple yeah, that's a giant scorpions. Oh, it's going to go. Yeah. Thank you. I'll just say it runs over here to this dune and is Thank out you. of harm's way. I am going to give that scorpion an attack of opportunity, though. It's fine. It misses. Actually, Thank you, because... no. Yeah, it misses just barely. Okay, so that's the reaction going from that scorpion. That means I can yes. move over behind the scorpion without getting an yes. attack of opportunity. Good. And I would like to use the uh, thunderwave. Okay. Yes. Oh, don't drop stuff. Uh, so, uh, and uh, that is hitting both of the scorpions. Say, uh, constitution setting throw. Okay. 17 again. Um, one definitely fails. Um, the one closest to you right here. Um, oh, I is, did not want that to fail, but okay. Yeah, that one That's succeeded. Fine. Okay, the one that fails is, get, uh, is pushed uh, 10 feet away from me. Okay. And takes Ooh. 16 damage. The other one takes eight damage. Damn. Dude, nice. Um, okay. <sighs> that one that push got pushed away is looking um, bloodied. Um, the one next to you takes how much? Uh, eight. If it resists, it takes eight from because it's half. Okay. Um, yeah, you send out this thundery thunderous wave of energy and you see that the one kind of uh, that's been attacking Zex gets uh, just kind of topples over itself 10 feet away from you but the other one kind of plants its claws into the ground and doesn't get pushed back alright okay. um, bonus action I'm just gonna stare at the scorpion and that's my turn okay <laughs> <laughs> nice, I like it. I don't, ha I don't have any more body against braces. Next up is the scorpion that just got pushed away from you, and it's gonna make its way back into combat and kind of um, actually go after you since it, you just did kind of a hard hit against it. 
and it's going to actually I hate to do this to you, bud, but it's going to get advantage for flanking. First attack hits with a uh, dirty 20. Yeah, that hits. Um, next attack is a uh, 18. Oh, yeah, that hits. Okay, now for the tail attack. Um, dirty 20. Yeah, that hits. Okay, can you make a constitution saving throw? Yeah, yeah sure. Sure, sure. That Six. is a 14. Uh, that saves. Oh, so first you take six points of piercing damage from both claw attacks. Yeah. And then you only take five um, from the stinger. So 11. Yes, 11 total as you are kind of just thrown around by the, the, the claws and you kind of get thrown down onto the ground, which allows the stinger to make its attack and then you get back up off the ground. But you um, resist the poison that starts to course. Well, it's not looking great. <laughs> okay, <laughs> good to know. Um, you are in a very bad position between two giant scorpions. Kronos, you're up. What do you do? You're muted. <laughs> so, um, uh, I'm gonna run. So I see the two of them over there on Vintro. Yeah. Zex is over there. Um, got also Valendringer. You've, you've got everyone's, yeah, they're looking that way. Uh, the one on the far left on his own. Um, I'm going to charge over there. Okay. Yes, I can. I can make that 30 feet. Okay. I will make that. And... Wait, do I go 35 feet? And then I will punch him in his, like, underbelly okay. uh, area. Do-do-do-do-do. Uh, um, do 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 That hits. Oh, oh shit, 25. That hits. Roll your second attack. Uh, I'm uh, guessing you're doing it. I'm not. Okay, we'll roll damage for your first attack then. Okay, so One five points plus of damage. Four, five damage. And then I will use my uh, another key point. I'll use another key point. God, my music's so loud. Looks every log the music is like crazy loud. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um. So I will use another key point. So I'm down to two, and then I get another two more attacks. Okay. Uh, so I will do, 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 do. Uh, Okay. So I get another two more attacks. Uh, that is. That will hit. And. That will also hit. Twenty-two. And then I roll a d4. First one plus four, so six. Okay. And another six. So 12 more damage. Okay. 
Okay, it is looking bloodied as you go in and you get right under it, kind of just do a couple, uh, like three really quick uppercuts into its soft of its stomach. Is that all you're doing? That's all, all right. I can do. Good turn. Going on uh, to the next in the initiative order, which is Zex, and she is going to um, come up behind the creature to get its advantage on it because now it is flanking with you, Fintro. Well, I'm not that big of a threat to it right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, she hits doing um, a decent amount of damage. You can see this thing is very bloodied now. Okay. Still alive. Fuck my life. Just what yes. I needed. <laughs> Not too much left to go on that guy. Um, Orgog is going to panic as well. Um, like he has been doing. Bernard, you are up. You can see that the um, scorpion that Kronos just attacked is looking kind of fucked up. Uh, but noticing that Winthrow is looking in, mm-hmm. in trouble, essentially. Yes. He's going to use another spell slot to cast another set of magic missiles okay. on the most bloodied one. I think that's one with Zex. Yes. Uh, I'm just going to between the camels, three race, so. Okay. Three, four, so eight, another 11 points of force um, damage. Finish it. He yeah, dead. he's, it's just gonna, again, like you described those uh, uh, spectral slices, essentially, just cut off both its claws and tail and just sort of go down between its eyes to finish it off perfect you see the claws go flying off the tail goes flying up in the air and then as the claws and tails hit the sand the body stops moving and it just kind of falls in half and is now dead good job okay Uh, he'll just move i suppose between like this sort of get on the other side of the scorp perfect you run up to the scorpion slide under its two claws that are going after print to boots and now you are flanking with Kronos. Perfect. All right. Thank you. Um, it is the giant scorpion's turn that is behind Venthro and between Orgog and he is going to attack you um, with not advantage anymore. Yes. Uh, Kronos. Was, or Kronos <laughs> I kind of needed that Venthro. scorpion dead because otherwise yes. I was in death. Um, I got a Probably 16. On it, uh, one of them? That's his highest yeah, that attack? Hits. Okay. That hits. Um, here comes the tail attack. Ooh, tail does hit as well. Um, now, let me look at something because I believe if you're already poisoned once, that you don't have to re roll again. Yes. Well, it doesn't if, really you su- if you succeed on your first uh, Constitution saving throw, you don't have to worry about um, saving throws anymore, but you still can take the damage um which he hit so um here comes the damage for the claw is seven points and then yeah i'm down okay well i have six health yep (laughs) okay your camera froze (laughs) yeah i know it's my graphic card that's froze as well okay you all see as 
Um, the scorpion grabs a hold of Vinthro's body, crushes his rib cage, and then throws him on the ground. And with his body bounces once off the ground, and then lands without any movement. And Vinthro is on the ground, unconscious. I will mark your character for you since you are. Okay. Um, that's that giant scorpion's turn. The second giant scorpion is going to take an attack at Kronos. Two attacks at Kronos and one at uh, Bernard. Um, so you have a tail and a claw coming at you, Kronos. Um, I have a 19 for the claw and then an 18 for the tail. You're muted. I think you said both missed. Both hit. Both hit. Okay. Um, as um, uh, I need a constitution saving throw from you. Oh, and then Bernard. <laughs> yep. Uh, I got a 16. That misses. Okay. <laughs> it looks funny with Bear's face frozen. <laughs> That's a 12. A 12. You succeed on the Constitution saving throw, so you only take nine points of damage. Uh, I, since I killed that original Scorpion, I gain four temporary okay. hit points per kill, so I take five points of damage. Yes. Right? As long as you remove the temporary hit points. Yep. I like to just think of them as hit points that go down first, no matter what you're at with your other Eels. hit points. Um, okay, that's its turn as it tries to snip at you, Bernard, but you jump back with your shield raise, and then the tail swings around and stabs you in the rib cage, Kronos, and then a claw attack comes and tries, just like hits you with the blunt of the claw and kind of pushes you deeper into its tail. All right, that is its turn. Belindrian, you are up. I will use, uh, again, a second level magic missile and assign okay. two uh, missiles to this one and two others Perfect. to the other one. Okay. Second level. Please don't hit the camels. He can't. Oh, don't worry. They automatically I can't hit. <laughs> yeah. I can't miss with that. Man, what's wow. with the three? <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> six six duh. 11 13 okay no so 14 14 divided evilly seven points a piece i think you might hold on well no 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 that's uh so that's six damage for one and eight for the other one okay um you can finish the one that is between chronos and um, Bernard, because he is dead. Nice. Yeah, you see these uh, two magic missiles, just two headshots, basically, and he goes limp. Yeah, two smoldering holes in his head as this gooey blood kind of comes out and brain matter as it just, like, all its feet just lose, and it just is, like, on its stomach now, not moving. All right. Nice. There is only one giant scorpion left. That's my turn. Okay, good turn, good turn. Uh, Print of Boots is going to go and says, Ah, thank you, my friends, for my help. And then he pulls back out his hand crossbow and shoots at the one 
over by uh, Vinthro's limp body and misses with an at one. The arrow goes flying off in the wrong direction. All right, uh, Vinthro, death saving throw. Okay. Uh, I think my. Yeah, my, I think my computer is having some problems at the moment. I don't uh -oh. know if I'm roboting at, uh, at all. So, no, yeah. actually not at all. But you succeeded okay. on your first step. So just roll for me. So you're good. That's good. Um, okay, next up is Kronos. You're muted too. I know, I know. I didn't say <laughs> okay. anything because okay, I knew just I was muted. Sure. <laughs> just trying to help a friend out. Trying to help so, a brother out. How badly is the one... Uh, it actually looks in great health. Oh! Yeah, it's taking Lovely. like no damage. It's taking a little uh, bit, but not much. I can make it to where I've killed the others. Or damaged the others, I should say. I killed the first one. So yeah, I'm going to run up to its side. And with a swift kick, like you would kick someone in the testicles. Okay. Um... <laughs> do scorpions have testicles? I wonder. I don't know. Do they? No, they yeah, don't. Do they I, I don't think they do, no. They lay eggs, so. Then I will do a swift kick into its undercarriage. Won't be no scorpion fucking. Uh, you miss. That I'm is a nine. Sure. <laughs> yeah, nine misses. How do, how do I miss a kick that easily? Do I just like... <laughs> well, it's it's it stand, it's a pretty large creature, so I imagine you just biff it completely, and as you do like a high up kick, you just like don't breach. Because it probably sits okay. like 10 feet off the ground, what the stomach is. Uh, sec so I'll do my second attack then, and I will... This time I'll punch him in the underside the, the of the tail like I did the other one. Okay. Roll for attack. That 18. Hits. Roll for damage. 7. Perfect. I uh, deleted the unarmed strike off my character sheet and I added it back in to reset it because it was still broken. Okay, cool. So I just refreshed it. So yeah, seven. All right, yeah, as your first kick doesn't go high enough to make contact with the creature's body, you kind of spin around in air and do a like a nice flourish with your fist to get into a soft part of its underbody and hit it in a soft, gooey spot. All right, um, Zex is up, and she is going to go... 25 to flank with you, Kronos. And she is going to swing with her scimitar. She hits, finding a soft spot in the, the scorpion's armor. Her blade goes in deep as she cuts it for seven points of damage. Seven. Okay, next up is Orgog. Again, he's going to panic. Bernard. It is your turn. All right. So, um, Bernard is gonna rush up past the the scorpion. Can he get? Can he move through here? 
Yeah, uh, Scorpion, like I said, this is a large creature, and it stands about 10 feet off the ground, so it's very easy oh, for damn. you to run under it. Yeah, very, very easy for you. And Yeah, especially because I'm a small halfling. Yeah. And he's just going to rush essentially towards Winthrow, not really get able to get completely there, but as he rushes, he's just going to swing at the Scorpion with the booming blade for... Uh, ooh. That's a 13 to hit. 13 misses as you're running under it. You try to go for one of the legs, but it's moving around constantly trying to get in front of someone now that it's being flanked. And the leg that you go for lifts up right as you go to swing it and you miss. Gotta do yeah. it like Sam uh, when he killed Shelob. Just go under it and from below <laughs> Just stab like, up. But yeah. how, high, how high can a halfling stab up when lying on the yeah, ground. Yeah, right. Like... You definitely have to jump. <laughs> you <laughs> yes. definitely have to jump for this yes. one. Yeah, uh, so... <laughs> all right. Um, anything with your bonus nah, action? That's going to okay. be all. Thank cool. you. All right. It is the scorpion's turn, the last one in the turn order, and it's going to um, tail attack Zex. Two claws are coming for you, Kronos. Um, I believe both of them miss. One definitely misses. I got a 16 on the highest roll, does that miss? Okay, um, and then the tail attack against Sex uh, also misses at a 12. Um, it's just kind of frantic at this point because it's kind of just surrounded by enemies and all of its attacks are just uh, misled and do not make their mark. Um, Valindrian, you are up. Uh, yes, I will move over here and cast a Firebolt at the scorpion and I'm going to give myself a 17 with portent which I never use Perfect. in battle so now <laughs> you automatically I'm, hit I gotta do that uh, more From often time to time yeah uh, it, well I have something bolt. for you for that eventually so oh, nice. better start using it three three okay Fire <laughs> don't you damage. love that I, Man, one low thing, level wizards are so overpowered one, one <laughs> of my biggest gripes about a spellcaster now that i'm playing one is there's no bonuses to your damage why can't since strength for melee weapons unless it's a dex based weapon and then dex bonuses for ranged weapons why can't we get our spellcasting bonus to the damage i just i don't understand that well uh, i think there is something like that if you take the uh, evoker subclass okay. um which gives you like more damage dies and i think the modifier for like a cantrip like this yeah i think it's supposed to be a bit balanced as you get access to harder hitting spells you don't need a modifier yeah, for yeah. that to matter <laughs> yeah, like in the long fireball run. you don't need to add anything no to that spell. <laughs> and if you, or disintegrate uh, these oh, fuck, yeah. fi five intelligence plus don't make much no, of a difference yeah. but they are weak in the early game like yes that. that's so That's true. you uh, conjure up a firebolt and send it off, and you do like the scorpion rears up to try to like do like a almost like a stomping attack, and it hits it right in its soft like underbelly, doing your damage. Okay, um, let us go back to the top of combat where Print of Boots is just going to send off another bolt from his hand crossbow. He'll use his bonus action to reload. Um, and he hits doing, oh, decent amount of damage. You see a crossbow just kind of stick into like the top part of its body. 
doing six points of damage. Okay. Um, next up is Vinthro. He needs to make another saving throw. He fails this one, if you can hear me. Cronus, <laughs> um, you are up. Yeah. Uh, the scorpion's looking kind oh. of hurt. I'm going to punch him twice. Do it. So, boom. 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 The first uh, one definitely eight. misses. <laughs> Your second one definitely misses. <laughs> <laughs> it hit the other dice on my screen and went to a 10. It's going to be like an 18. <laughs> I don't know if that actually really affects it, but either way, both your attacks, again, this scorpion is moving all about, and it's kind of starting to get hard to hit because of how frantic it's moving, and you just can't land a blow. Okay. Anything else you want to do with your turn? Pretty good. I think I'm done. Okay. Um, it is Zex's turn, and she is going to kind of follow suit with you, and just since she's still flanking with you, going to swing again, trying to get under it. And she does with a dirty 20. As it's moving around, she finds a soft spot in one of its legs and cuts it very deeply, doing um, eight points of damage. It's looking very bloodied. Okay. Next up is Orga. Well, that's just say Bernard because Orgog is going to panic. <laughs> Not a fighter. So Bernard. Um, all right. So Bernard is going to sort of being close to, to Winthrow now. He's going to uh, just sort of try to patch him up, see if there's anything bleeding. Um, okay, do a medical check if you don't have any uh, potions of healing to stabilize him. Don't think we have any potions now. Uh, oh, I rolled really well. Uh, 18 minus 2, so 16. 18, you stabilize him. 16. And so he will, <laughs> that's, that's still good. Um, good enough to stabilize him. Yeah, you find like his main wound and you kind of start like wrapping it up and like applying pressure to it and his bleeding stops and you have stabilized Venthro. Good job. Anything else? Uh, no, Not he's a bonus just gonna... action less. Left? Nah, he's just going to okay. hold. Just uh, hold the wound. The wound. So, yeah. Perfect. Um, it's a giant scorpion and he is going to do the same thing he did last time. Two claw attacks at Kronos, one uh, tail attack at um, uh, Zex. Pretty sure uh, 16 misses. That was my highest roll. That's what I thought. And then um, I rolled a two for my tail attack. So again, just swinging frantically, the scorpion is kind of um, starting to lose focus as it can't hit as well anymore due to the damage it has taken and misses the two targets it was trying to attack. Lindrian, it is your turn. Yeah, um, I will cast Toll the Dead on it. Okay. Uh, that's a... Wisdom save. Wisdom. Um, I got an 11. That fails. Okay. How much damage? Uh, 1d12. Come on. More than 3. Wow! A 4. Um, <laughs> yeah. Finish yeah, the that's... scorpion. Ah, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, he like extends a hand and some green light appears around it and then he 
makes a fist and crushes its life essence, so to say, and it just Perfect. goes limp. As it spits up a bunch of gooey blood, it falls on the ground and is no longer moving. And that is the end of combat. With Vinthril stable on the ground and all the combatants dead, except for the good guys, of course. Will we find out who this snake creature was controlling the giant scorpions? I don't know, but we'll find out on the next episode on the Lost City, Neka Amu. <laughs> <laughs>